Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I can definitely tell that I've had a break from doing this because this is the third attempt and I've got about a minute in and just cancelled every single one. Hopefully this is the one that you hear. If it isn't, you'll never know. So in today's podcast, what I wanted to talk about was hunger. And in particular, I'm going to relate it to people that are trying to lose body fat. Now, for anybody that is trying to lose body fat, there's inevitably going to be a time when you feel hungry. I mean, even if you're not trying to lose body fat and you're not in a deficit, everybody feels hunger. It's a a natural response that our body is telling us that we, we need to consume or that we want to consume. And... It's okay to feel like that. And I've heard quite a few times that if you are really hungry, then you might be too, you might be, your, your calories might be too low and you, you might be doing too, like restricting yourself too much, which I don't think is true because if you've ever tracked calories and you were, you're in a mild deficit, you still feel like huge amounts of hunger at times and hopefully today's podcast will give you a little bit of a better understanding of what's going on to, to cause that feeling of hungry hungriness hungry um and maybe some strategies as well to help you combat it or at least control it a little bit better and yeah some probably some pretty simple strategies that you'll have heard me talk about before but it'll it might sort of, um, what, what's the word I'm thinking of? It might solidify them ideas in your head for you to kind of action them and, and follow through with them because, um, yeah, the things that I'm going to talk about are beneficial not only to hunger but other things that, that obviously will come apparent when we speak about it. But I think I think the first first place to start is to talk about kind of like what is hunger and where does it come from? So there are probably three main hormones. There's plenty of hormones that are go that are affecting different things at different times. Probably the main three hormones that affect um, hunger are ghrelin, leptin, and insulin to a point. Now, you've probably heard of insulin. I'd guess that most people have heard of insulin. Um, most people might have heard it from people that are type 1 diabetic needing to, to inject it. Um, but it's a it's a hormone that's created by the pancreas and um, its main role really is to control um, blood glucose levels. So once we eat, insulin will be released and it'll um, decrease the amount of um, glucose in the blood. Um, but it also does play a role in hunger as well which will, which I will speak about the main one we want to be concerned with or think about um i mean all of these play a part but ghrelin is the hormone that produces that feeling or that stimulation of wanting to eat food so when you start to feel hungry it means that more ghrelin is being released and ghrelin is produced in the stomach um and the main action of it really is to get you increase your appetite so that um well really so you don't starve um that's that's kind of what it is what it's there for obviously food is 
of an abundance now in our sort of culture and where we live. Um, but yeah, going back to caveman times, it was that that's what it was there for, um, to increase hunger so that we eat and survive. Now, it's inevitable if the calories that we're currently eating suddenly decrease, no matter how large or small that deficit we create is, it's inevitable that hunger is going to go up. Um, ghrelin is released every time that we, uh, we are low in energy or low in calories. Low in energy, forget about calories for a second. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be uh, released into the body, and you're going to feel hungry. Now, there's a different. There's another hormone that count not counteracts that, but works alongside it, which I mentioned, which is leptin. Now, leptin decreases the urge to eat. So when we ghrelin's released, we feel hungry. We eat. Once we've eaten and we're satisfied, leptin is um, more leptin goes into the bloodstream, um, and that decreases the urge to eat. Then, so it sort of works the opposite way round to to ghrelin. Um, ghrelin is more the hunger hormone, um, and then uh, leptin is more like the satiety hung, uh, hormone, if you like. It tells us when when it's enough, basically. Now, as as we decrease body fat, so as we get less body fat, let's say we start to lose body fat now, which is the aim, um, the amount of leptin that we have, so that's the one that's decreasing our appetite and the urge to eat, um, that will start to reduce um, so that hunger isn't repressed as much. So if, if we're in a calorie deficit, we're losing body fat, Ghrelin's obviously going to go up because we we want to feel hungry because we're losing body fat. Your body's kind of thinking, what's going on here? We're eating a lot less than we used to. Um, body fat's dropping off us. Remember that ghrelin hormone is there to make us want to eat. Um, so leptin, the one that stops us wanting to eat, that will sort of reduce because it wants us to eat now. So ghrelin will go up, leptin will go down. And obviously we eat. And that's kind of how it counterbalances and works together to to um, to control sort of satiety and hunger. Um, however, one thing that is um, has been found is that people that are overweight, obese, um, they have something or they can have something called leptin resistance. Um, now, basically, all... In simple terms, all it means is leptin, the thing that helps us decrease the urge to eat, isn't working efficiently. So that starts to um, be sort of clouded in a way. Ghrelin will keep going up, keep trying to make you eat. Um, and obviously what happens then is you maintain your current body weight or even worse, it continues to, to creep up. So... They're the kind of main hormones that are um, associated with it. Um, another one as well, actually, which I, I touched on briefly, is insulin. As I say, insulin's main role is to um, d 
decrease blood glucose, but it also does play a similar role to um, leptin and, and helping like decrease the urge to eat. So it plays that role as well. And um, if we're insulin resistant, similar to leptin resistant, again, that's going to be clouded in a way, um, which again favours um, or is negatively, I should say, is negatively affects people that are trying to lose body fat because these hunger signals that want us to eat are increasing. The signals are, are trying to stop us eating or tell us we've had enough, are decreasing, and we kind of get stuck in this spiral. Now, that's very sort of sciencey, and um, that's what happens with the endocrine system and all the different types of hormones that are going on in the body. The main thing we want to think about in practical terms is creating, maintaining a sustainable calorie deficit. That's how we're going to lose body fat. Everything else, all these hormones that I spoke about, will take care of themselves. Now, we, we what we want to do is create some practical things that we can add into the diet, which are going to go in our favor to... Not we don't want to reduce ghrelin. Ghrelin's there for a reason, but we just want to control the hunger, basically. Now, as I said, this is not going to be revolutionary stuff. You'll have heard me talk about these things before, but actionable steps that you can do in your diet. You're obviously going to be eating a decreased amount of calories. That's what happens when you create a deficit. You've got less to work with. So the first thing you want to do is pack out that amount of calories, if you like, with as much fruit and vegetables as you can. Why? Because it contains loads of micronutrients, but one key thing that they include is a lot of fiber. If we can get a lot of fiber in the diet, that helps with satiety, so we're not feeling, so we're feeling fuller for longer, um, and that's that's what we want to do if, if we're... Um, if we're feeling fuller for longer, then hunger pangs, if you like, are going to be less and less or, um, yeah, not as often. So that's one thing we want to do. Plenty of fiber in the diet where we can. The next one, you might guess it, talk about it all the time, is we want to get a good amount of protein in the diet. If we can get around anywhere between... 1.3, 1 1.2, 1.45, 1.6 grams per kilogram of body weight, um, then we're going to get more than enough to um, to not only cover our sort of needs in terms of like repair and growth, if we're doing any kind of resistance training, but we're also going to help again with that satiety because Protein will help you feel fuller for longer. What they're the two main things that we can do, um, that we can in include and increase. What can we decrease? So we want to be careful of having too many empty calories. I like to call them. So if we're drinking a lot of alcohol, that we're not getting anything really from that. We're getting energy. Um, but it's just going directly into the bloodstream. It's not satisfying any sort of hunger cues. And if anything, 
I've not checked any studies on this. I'm using anecdotal data here from myself. But if anything, you'll probably recognise this yourself. If you drink, you either want to eat later on that night when you've had too many, or the next day, hunger just seems to go through the roof. I know it does for me. Um, it might not be the same for everybody. So we want to decrease where that's happening as well. Um, so empty calories coming from like alcohol, which I'm not telling you to completely stop it, but just monitor it. And in the phases where you are creating a calorie deficit, you're probably going to want to reduce that even more. Um, other things that we can do, we need to, same with everything, look, look out for these um, high sugar foods. Again, not that sugar's bad. You'll know that I talk about that a lot, not one for demonizing anything. However, it's very, very high in calories, depending on what it is, but most of the time it's very, very high in calories and doesn't satisfy hunger that much. So if you take, for example, um, just arbitrary numbers here, but if you take 200 calories worth of chicken breast versus 200 calories worth of donut and look at the actual quantity of each of them and look at the level of fullness if that's a word after after eating them you'll you'll realize that what's the better option there to to satisfy your needs and again that's not to say that donuts or cakes or whatever can be sort of manufactured into um, your diet plan but if you're really struggling with hunger and that's that's what this uh, podcast is about then maybe you might want to reduce that and just replace it if you need that sugar um, spike if you like or that sweetness um, like low calorie diet drink or zero calorie diet drinks can do that sometimes you can get that from fruit um, they're the two best options I would say and they're the main little bits of advice so the the takeaways are let's increase fiber let's increase protein let's decrease um, high calorie um, food such as sugars that are not that satisfying um, obviously fruit's got a lot of sugar but it also has fiber with it which makes it a little bit more filling than, than things like I don't know, ice uh, ice cream, chocolate, cakes, all the usual, all the usual stuff, um, and yeah, just try and bulk out the diet with as much as fiber, protein. Obviously, there's going to be fats and carbs in there. That's inevitable. But if we can get the the the, the our baseline covered with protein and fiber, it will make your um, each day of dieting a little bit easier. Um, and hopefully keep them hunger pangs at bay. Um, so started off a little bit sciencey with you, ghrelin, leptin, insulin, all the uh, all the hormones that are going on. But hopefully a little bit of practical advice there at the end. Like I said, it's nothing. It's nothing that's nothing crazy, nothing new, but it's something that's going to help. So honestly, take it on board. It will help you feel better when you're dieting and um, hopefully get you keep you consistent with trying to achieve your goals of fat loss so 
that is the end of the podcast. I'm not sure what episode. This might be episode 49. Hope it's not 50. There should be something special at 50, shouldn't there? But um, thanks as always for listening. And if you, I'll do a big Q and A for the for the 50th one. If this this is 49, if I calculated it right. So if you are, if you want to know something, anything about fitness, nutrition, if you ask me anything personal, if you want, um, I'll take anything. Um, just yeah, drop me an email mark at coachclegg.com or send me um dm me on um, instagram at coach clegg and yeah i'll i'll talk to you very soon in the next one bye